This is a crowd podcast. Welcome to Go Love Yourself, brought to you by Simply Be, fashion fit for everybody. <laughs> Lingerie, darling. Why are you telling me this? Wait till they're recording in office. <laughs> I am so excited for this week and this episode is going to be exactly what this show has been building up to. I mean, you can't call a show Go Love Yourself without doing a Valentine's Day special. Yeah, Valentine's can be a bit of a weird one, can't it? I think there's there's lots of pressure and it can be a bit shit seeing like all the loved up couples on socials if you're not one of them. <laughs> or like even if you're just not in the headspace for that or your mental health is a bit off. Yeah, it can, it can be not fun and the lead up to it, so I find this is a single girl, the lead up to it's all always a bit and then the day itself is a bit fantastic if I see one more person say he did good or she (laughs) did good like oh oh, just vomitron is what it is but um, (laughs) but I am optimistic about Valentine's Day 2022 because Valentine's Day 2021 if we remember listeners we're in a big old lockdown so I spent my Valentine's Day uh, with my mum who I love hi mum um, and we had one of those <laughs> M&S meal deals and it was bloody delightful. <laughs> I had like hot chocolates and hot churros with me mother. So it was quite nice. <laughs> However, Valentine's Day 2022 is all about the self-love, which is the most important kind of love. And there are two kinds of wink, wink, nudge, nudge, self-love we'll be talking about today if you catch my joke, <laughs> Yeah, that's all fabulous and everything, but you're not getting out of talking about dating that easily. We need to find out how that's going later, Mm -hmm. especially after Steph's tips last week. Yes, 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 yes. To be, Steph's tips were so helpful. Uh, Fine, fine. I will take you through my profiles later. But first, talking about uh, Steph, we decided at the end of the last episode that we were going to write letters to ourselves, um, similar to how she does in her book. I've written mine. Laura, how was that for you? It was, it was a lot. Like, I'm not going to lie. I, I was fine. I, I struggled a little bit at the beginning because I was like, I feel silly. This is stupid. And then I found myself like snot bubble crying by the end of it. And then like Matt came home from work and was oh, like, babes. hello, you're, you're right. <laughs> you're not all right, are you? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, it, it was a lot, but um, it, it, it was cathartic and I think it's something that's going to sit with me for a little while and it gave me a lot of, I was about to say food for thought, oh God. <laughs> but it did, yeah. Do, do you want to hear it? Uh, yes, please. Okay, here it goes. Ooh, this is really vulnerable. You got this. Dear body, I don't really know where to start. I feel like a bit of a knob right in this. <laughs> but I know I've put you through a lot and I know I owe you an apology. I have abused you emotionally and physically for the longest time. I have starved you, overindulged you, called you the worst names and resented you for holding me back. I didn't move you enough or appreciate what you could do for me in my teens and twenties. I focused instead on the things you couldn't do and how you looked. I resented the muffin top, the chunky thighs and the bingo wings. I wanted to cut you and slice you up with scissors. You deserve better. But please know this. I couldn't help it. I'm still learning and I'm desperately trying to treat you with more love and respect, the love and respect you deserve. That said, I think it would be naive of me to promise you the future will be rosy. I think I will always feel betrayed by you for never giving me the chance to be the one thing I always wanted to be, a mother. 
I care less now about how you look, but instead grieve for the baby I don't have. You let me down on that part and made me feel like less of a woman. The heartache you have put me through, body, my God. I hope it gets better. I hope it gets easier than this. I would very much like for us to be friends, not enemies. I suspect it won't be easy, but I promise I will try to love you more and punish you less. Who knows what the future holds, body, but I guess we're in this together. With love and kindness always, Laura. I don't know how I read that about crying. I'm quite proud of myself because I was a mess writing that. Uh, I, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't I don't have words. I think I'm. hopefully my reaction will be the same as people listening. Bloody hell, that was so vulnerable of you to write. I, honestly, I feel really strange because uh, my heart is so broken for you for some... Oh my God, stop! <laughs> um, for some of that. Um... Laura! <laughs> oh, it's hard, it's hard, isn't it? Like, I um, I don't, yeah, I don't like to, like, bang on about it because I feel like I have kind of put it in the past and I, do you know what? It was like writing it and writing that bit about the baby thing. I didn't realise how much it had affected me and, uh, yeah, it was, it was hard to write. But I'm glad mm. I did it. Do you feel better for writing it? I think so. I feel like it's, yeah. like, opened up, like, a wound a little bit. Um... <laughs> But uh, it does, it feels like therapy, like free therapy. It does, so, it kind of does. Yeah, this is what, um, I'm so pleased. But my mum actually said that to me. She was like, this this podcast for you both is probably going to be like therapy. Yeah. And I think these letters 100% have. And um, yeah, I just make, yeah, hopefully, I don't I hope this doesn't sound cheesy, but on behalf of like everyone that listens to us, thank you for writing that letter. That was, that was a lot. Um, but it was beautifully written. And I think that there's, You've changed a lot as well. You're not that person who may perhaps, you know, was doing all those things. So I think there's a lot of hope for your future. Thank you, my love. I love you. Um, Can we hear yours? Oh, bloody hell. I don't know now. (laughs) Um, Yes, I'm hoping my will not make me or you cry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so this is my letter to my body. Dear my big bellied, big butted and big boobied body. (laughs) (laughs) Start strong. Um... I should probably start with a big fat souls for covering you in scars from those drunk party girl days. I guess only we'll ever know why I felt the need to crawl around in smashed glass on that night in the first year of uni. And I guess no one will ever know what happened on New Year's Eve 2010 <laughs> when we went missing for an hour and turned up with a big bloody gash on our chest. But at least... <laughs> but at least spending New Year's Day in A&E with our best mate reading a sex book to the whole waiting room was sure fun. We look a bit different to how we did then, don't we? Bigger clothes, pretty sizable double chin, few stretch marks on that bigger belly, and boy oh boy, does our lower back hurt carrying around these G-cups. It does get us down a bit, and it stops us from doing a lot, and it even makes us feel ugly and worthless sometimes, probably too much of the time. But we're really working on that. We're working on it because, although my hourglass frame from my 20s is a bit more cushiony in my 30s, I'm still the same person I was then although pretty sure I'd think twice about rolling around in glass now. I'm just still as awesome and annoying, fabulous and flaky, lovely and loud as I was 10 years ago. I haven't changed as a person, so why do I think I have just because I wear bigger knickers now? You went through so much in such a short space of time, things you weren't meant to cope with, and so you didn't cope with very well for a little while. You ate and you overate because that was your comfort. You couldn't control your thoughts or your memories, but you could control what you ate. This is why we look different to how we did back then. But although I've put you through a lot, you got me here 
and you kept me here even when I thought it was too hard. When I thought about what to write for this letter, I instinctively wanted to apologise to you and say sorry for everything. But now I actually want to thank you. Thank you for keeping me here and keeping me safe. And I would rather be fat than not be here at all. I would rather wear bigger clothes than not be here at all. I would rather my back hurt and I had photos of my double chin than not be here at all. So just as you're telling everyone else they're fabulous, wonderful and worthy as they are, how about you remember that too? And don't let this 33-year-old skin bag stop you from doing anything ever again. Go on those fun days and nights out, travel, perform on stage, start dressmaking, date, fall in love. You deserve it, girl. You're super great with some super cool scar stories too. Love, me. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. That's so you. Um, <laughs> I just love you so much. I think that just sums up exactly who you are and... I just love you. I think you're a very special person. I think true beauty comes from within. I know it sounds cheesy, but it's so true. And you are a beautiful person. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad you're here because you make such a difference to my life. And I just think you are an amazing person. Oh, God, this is such a emotional <laughs> This wasn't meant That's to be the emotional one. <laughs> But that was so, so good. And I found that therapy. And you know what? I... I found when writing that, that the message to myself, I think is very different now to what it would have been maybe even a year ago. And I think that just speaks volumes of if you put in the work to love yourself, Mm. you're not going to love yourself every second of the day, but you're sure as hell going to love yourself more in the long run. And so um, I fully encourage everybody out there, all our listeners to write a letter to your body. Um, You don't have to share it or you can share it. And it's, it's like... free therapy yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that I would encourage everyone to do it and if you're brave enough and want to then you can share your letters with us over on go love yourself pod on instagram or email go love yourself pod at gmail.com okay so today's theme of our episode is all about self-love and self-care which I love and I think it's something that everyone should be working towards all the time um but I do love that the old V-Day, is the perfect reminder to take some time to do it because life just takes over and you don't always put yourself first. And equally, if you're not in the right headspace and can't do the obvious kind of Instagrammy self-care things, I think it's important that, you know, we don't feel any shame in that. Like even just things like making sure you eat, drinking water, getting out of bed, that's all self-care and, you know, self-love. Um, if you're not up to kind of the other like major things like it's not all about face packs and hot baths I think there's a lot more to self-care than that um so I would just say like be gentle with yourself and and do what feels the most loving to you whatever that looks like yeah it's it's looking after yourself and that is that sometimes could be a face mask but sometimes it's just uh it's it's taking 10 minutes out of work just to go and sit away from something that's stressful go and read a book or go on a walk with a podcast or (laughs) (laughs) or or, you know going on walk with your favorite music or something like self-care has this instagram vibe where it's you know self-care of you know i'm going to a spa and all this but self-care self-love is just about putting yourself first for a minute and just doing what you need to do listening to your body listening to your mind self-care is also about you know just as much about your your mind as it is your body um and doing what you doing what you need exactly sometimes for me like I always have this um tidy house tidy mind philosophy so like Mm -hmm. I get quite bad anxiety when the house is like kind of not 
straight and tidy and uh so for me like a, an act of self-care is like just making sure that like the dishwasher's empty and that like the washing's been hung out i know that sounds probably really lame but like no but it's, that's what it yeah, is yeah just sometimes things like that and just like cleaning the kitchen like having a clean tidy kitchen makes my head yeah. feel clear and like so i guess that is an act of self-love and one of my favorite things to do actually i haven't done this in a while i really i really should so like we're big musical fans aren't we um but i love being in the kitchen and making something and listening to like a soundtrack like my favorite soundtrack is the waitress soundtrack because obviously oh my god i was just about to say you i cannot make babe i cannot make a cake without listening to yeah i love it it's just such a beautiful story isn't it and i love the music oh my god, it's the best. um that i would say like that is my happy place definitely Yes, I would say. Do you still bake for? Because you love baking, and I, I know that like before Bake Off, you did it to sort of help anxiety and stuff. And do you still find baking like chills you out as well? Um, sometimes I find that like now I kind of baking it is ugh, so often it's like for work or for like for Instagram. So I think what I'm going to try and do this year is just bake a little bit for like to for Matt or for family, and not worry about so much what it looks like. Obviously, I didn't really care that much in the tent. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, Freddie was beautiful. I'll hear nothing else about it. Uh, so yeah, I want to try and do that a little bit more and just bake for like, yeah, bake for me, like because it, I, I have yeah, you know fun and enjoy it, it rather than just for work. Yes, and I'm with you on the list. Music is, uh, oh my god, music is the best thing in the entire world, and I've got so many different playlists for different things that I want and yeah I've got my baking playlist I've got my when I, I've literally got a playlist called going out walking um and it's just like badass bitch songs and like old clubbing tunes and that makes me feel really good yeah. when I'm like out on a walk and stuff Cracking. but um yeah and if I'm feeling really down um and I did this a lot in I think it was 2020 so I worked for the NHS, which was really fun in 2020. Um, and I was really struggling, but I made sure every single day I took myself out for a walk, even if it was just like round the block, mm. um, just to get outside. And I made sure I looked after myself in that way. And it was, it, yeah, it was really life-changing at that point. That's what I needed the most. I didn't have time to do all these amazing things and no one was going out anywhere, but going on my daily walk for my daily mental health, um, as we're all still doing, but it's so important and I love it. And I love it with some good tunes. Speaking of tunes, I've actually made us a self-love Valentine's Day Spotify playlist. Am I good to you? Ooh, hello. It's not just this for you. My new fave. It's for all of our listeners and it's all the Lizzo you could possibly want. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just literally 20 Lizzo songs? <laughs> no, it's just like female empowerment songs to make you feel good. Uh, we're going to pop the link to, to that in the episode description and our Instagram bio uh, and you can also also find it by searching go love yourself dash valentine's day i do also love having a solo date day um and obviously i'm i don't have children so i'm able to take a whole day out to do that so we did ask some of our instagram followers for your dream self-care date days and we got some good answers yeah, we did didn't we yeah the first one uh, was about pampering so like an at-home spa day having a hot bath getting a massage uh, my friend <laughs> to say my friend recently had a massage at home it's you lauren it was me <laughs> my, sorry sorry have you just called me your friend am i do i, do I mean nothing else to you a friend of mine recently had a massage at home and was like, was of that? Mine? Was telling me they had a massage at home and loved it Bitch, it was me <laughs> can't believe you call me your friend i feel so upset about it uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, 
yes, Laura, you are correct. Your friend did have uh, an at-home massage. It was so good. I literally went on to an app where you can find all these things. Um, and I found someone local and on a Friday night came round and just had like an hour long back, shoulder and neck massage. And it was just, yes, please. Sounds amazing. And it felt so, it felt so um, like indulgent mm. to obviously do that. But I, I had like a big, I think I had a big week that week. I think that was the week the um, the podcast launched actually. So I was a bit like, oh my God. Um, so I just felt like I needed that. And it was so indulgent, but so nice. And I just felt more, I mean, I felt more zhuzhy about my life. Good for you. I love that for you. Uh, one of the other suggestions was about taking yourself out for food. Someone that has, one of our listeners said, uh, going for lunch at Harvey Nick's with a glass or two of Prosecco, Ooh. eating whatever the fuck I want, going to a nice restaurant, uh, having a cold Sauvignon Blanc and people watch. That sounds pretty heavenly. Yes. I think there can be a bit of uh, fear around eating on your own. Um, I'm a bit over that now. I just go out. Like if I, I think because I used to go away for work quite a bit and sometimes I still do, um, I just have this feeling now of like I deserve to eat still. I still need to have a dinner. So I will just go out and eat on my own. I do like getting a kind of a delivery McDonald's. I'm not going to lie. That's sometimes <laughs> also really nice. But um, I think that we should go out more and uh, in celebrate food and enjoy lunches on our own and dinners on our own and like not feel bad about it oh my god i think eating out alone is one of the most ultimate confidence moves ever like bad bitch moves Mm. because it does i think everyone should do it at least once just to say i've done it and it's really nice and you can sit there and you know if i go i sit there either with a book or i will have my earphones with me and watch um, a show or something like that but it's just nice to have yeah you're right if you're away or if you've got no one else to go with but you want to go to this restaurant then please just go, take yourself out on a date, look nice or don't look nice, you do you, but just go out and eat at this wonderful restaurant and have, you know, the big fat steak and the chocolate fudge cake and the 17 glass of Prosecco. You do you, girlfriend. But just make sure, yeah, you're not missing out because you don't feel like you should do it alone. Yeah, and I think even if you are, like, in a relationship, like, when I... um when Matt was in his, his old job, he was in the police, he used to work shifts. And so there were a lot of Saturdays where I would be on my own. And he's not a massive musical theatre fan anyway. And I used to just take myself off. I used to get a solo ticket, get on the train, go to London and watch a show. Yeah, I did. And I I just I just couldn't, I didn't really give a shit. Like, I loved it. And also, I, I got that. some bloody good discounts on tickets. <laughs> I remember getting like a front, not front row, but like four rows back, Central central ticket for uh, what was it nine to five the musical which was brilliant by the way no for like twenty five quid because it was like on its oh my own God, so good uh, so yeah I think that we should normalise that also like I think you know obviously it's healthy and lovely to do things with your partner but I don't know like I think it's just there's something really nice about doing something on your own it's quite liberating because like it I is. just think God forbid like if your relationship ends or something happens like. Yeah, I just think it's nice to be happy in your own company. It is, and it's so liberating. And I mentioned that I went to um, choir a couple of years ago and everyone there pretty much turned up by themselves just to start something that they wanted to start. And then you make friends that way and it's really nice. So if there's an activity you want to do, I know I think pottery is a big vibe right now. Really? If, or yeah, and like I really want to start dressmaking. So if there's something that you want to do, that's a form of self-care. Go and take yourself to go and do this activity that you want to do. And you might also make friends as in the process as well. So I think that's super cute. I'm also here for, I want to go to a musical by myself. There's so many I want to see. Yeah, there's loads of mine. I'm just taking I'm just taking you. We're just going together now. It's all good. <laughs> <Just> together. <laughs> 
Um, reading was a really popular choice amongst our wonderful listeners um, as a form of self-care. I love me a book. Uh, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, my podcast mic is on top of three history books. Two of them are about Anne Boleyn. So I love me a, <laughs> I love me a reading book. <laughs> I love me a reading book. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Um, how do you feel about reading or are you a big reader uh, or smart? I don't yeah no I love to read I just don't have the time but uh, I've been doing loads of research around like the body positivity movement I bought loads of books around that re- recently and I think because I'm so interested in it and so passionate about it I've whizzed through those so yeah I've been reading more kind of non-fiction uh, stuff is that right I never know which the difference between yeah non-fiction yeah, great, hell cool. yeah everyone's nodding uh, <laughs> 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 I've actually got a first in English so that's really embarrassing <laughs> Oh, please don't put that in the edit. No, please, please put that in. I need a moment to just reflect on what just happened. Our our first graduate English degree graduate here doesn't know the difference between fact and fiction. No, it's all right, babe. Got pre- fiction. Thank you. Fact and fiction. Oh, okay. Right, moving on. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> two books i wanted to share i have somehow found myself on spicy book tiktok oh, right right <laughs> which is exactly <laughs> as it sounds it's just a whole bunch of people rating all these books with varying levels of spice um and i've bought two that appear to be very spicy i haven't started them yet mm. but i wanted to recommend them as a as a self-care exercise but also you know, the little bit is usually the other form of self-care we're going to talk about later. So one of them is Laura, don't, I'm showing them for your benefit, is The Roommate by Rosie Denan. Um, This is a sort of a mild level bit of spice if you just want a bit of alone time with this situation. I think it's a friend. I think it's an enemies to friends to lovers nice, uh, nice. trope. And then the one that literally gets TikTok and all sorts of moist uh, (laughs) sorry (laughs) mum oh yeah my mum and my nan and my dad and no one's listening to this episode um is this one it happened one summer by tessa bailey this one and it's a hefty motherfucker um yeah 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 she is (laughs) (laughs) what's my favorite thing is that our producers absolutely died with laughter (laughs) If this goes oh, in, oh, I'm going to be sacked at this, right? This yeah. is good, is it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on, listeners. So another fantastic way to romance yourself this Valentine's Day is with lingerie. Oh, yes. You should be the love of your own life. And uh, you can dress to impress yourself too. Uh, and I absolutely love Simply Bee's lingerie. They're definitely my go-to for all lingerie uh, because it's so hard to find nice lingerie in extensive sizes don't you think um and i absolutely love that they do that yes and especially for my big booby friends out there you know we can mix and match between having a bigger cup size and having a smaller pant like knicker size as well so i really appreciate that um and also bras that don't look like uh, you're nursing right so they look <laughs> stylish and they're sexy i like yes, that yeah god bless the fashion <laughs> gurus at simply be for giving us cute and comfortable lingerie and um, they've actually i have to say got some really spicy stuff in for this Ooh. valentine's haven't they have you seen it uh yes i have girl we're talking leather we're talking lace we're talking parts cut out <laughs> 
Um, it's what is your? I know you've looked at it as well. We've both loved I've, it. I've Tell me what's your favourite bit. It's amazing. Yeah, no, <gasps> it's it's uh, it's very spicy. I mean, like praise be simply be. Uh, yeah, no, I've got this gorgeous like kind of bra I mean I can't really call it a bra it's basically just like the shape of a bra and then there's just like these bows over where like the the normal cup should be these beautiful red bows um and they're this like leather cupless basque so I mean yeah I mean they're really trying to get us in the mood in the mood for love this year we're simply loving it I feel like they've really (laughs) they've really upped their game so yeah yeah. and also what I like is uh, (laughs) same as you I like the lead that the cupless basque is a vibe uh, as also is um, this little like baby doll that they've got and it's uh, a little bit schmancy but also they've gone crotchless (gasps) there are some crotchless thongs and some crotchless (laughs) peonies and my favourite part of that is that they come in multi-packs so you can buy so you can buy three. So you can get um. So you can get a three pack of briefs, and you get two black ones and a red one. Yes. <laughs> so I think we should all zhuzh ourselves up this year with a little bit of crotchless, a little bit of cupless, a little bit of leather and lace. Thank you, Simply B. <laughs> If you want to treat yourself to some of the lovely new things and the saucy new things that Simply Be has got on offer this Valentine's Day, you can use our code POD20 to get 20% off. That's P-O-D and the numbers two and zero. Awkward sexual interruption. Hey, curious fuckers. <laughs> oh, hey, curious fuckers. Hey, I'm Reed and I'm Florence and we're from the Fucks Given podcast. Ooh, we talk everything about sex, intimacy, relationships and actually some quite horrific and interesting stories. And you can listen to it on all podcast platforms and you can see us on YouTube. And we have a new episode out every single Thursday. So make sure you come over and subscribe and we'll see you next Thursday. I am obsessed with this response and I'm already ready for it. So one of our listeners has said that their self-care go-to is to masturbate, yes. buy loads of packets of sandwiches and pasta salad, eat them <laughs> at the beach and then masturbate again. <laughs> oh my God. I'm obsessed. Who's this person? Could she be my new best friend? Yeah. Is it, is it, the, is it, is it the sandwiches? Are they, are they some sexy sarnies? Um, it's the it's the the pasta salad and sandwiches. <laughs> I love that the pasta sandwiches, the pasta and the sandwiches are sandwiched between masturbation either side as well. Priorities <laughs> hashtag. Yeah, we start. Uh, yeah. So, yes, girl. Okay. And you know, I think that's a really good form of self care. Actually, a little bit of fun mm-hmm. time by yourself uh, yeah. or with a partner. I think an orgasm is a really good way to alleviate if you're feeling anxiety or if you're feeling blue. There is some medical shit going on with an orgasm that can make you feel a lot better, um, which leads us very nicely onto uh, the other thing we want to talk about today, which is the other form of self-care. Yeah, because it, it's something that I think, and there'll be, I'm sure there will be probably be people listening and going like, oh God, I don't know, like I'm a bit, oh, mm. this is a bit cringe. But um, I, it's something I'm quite passionate about that like, when you're growing up, I feel like... <laughs> This would be a very awkward conversation to have with your parents, but I feel like no one sits you down and talks to you about female pleasure and like the female orgasm. I think as women, a lot of the time we are kind of conditioned to like give pleasure and 
to like not even worry about like us and even like if you look at a lot of porn like i'm talking the majority of porn is all focused around the male pleasure and they they kind of just use the the woman as like this vessel and then they just do what they want with her and so i think that is giving a really really dangerous kind of I don't know, like insight for like, especially young people, like boys and girls and young women who are obviously very impressionable. And I, I feel like, like even boys, we should be teaching boys, like make sure you please, like make, like make sure she finishes. I think mm. that's changing a little bit now. And we're like obviously a bit more mm. open as a society. I think being British, I think we're very much like, <laughs> this is not something we talk about uh, at all. And it's something like, I don't really know how much to say, but like I was not comfortable with talking about it. I, when I was growing up, sex was like dirty, like considered like a dirty thing in my household. And I don't, that sounds bad, like, but like as in like it wasn't really spoken about which is very typical British family I think and it was just a bit like oh we don't talk about that and so I always felt like sex was a sort of like a dirty thing and certainly masturbation was uh, never even on my radar until I was like 24 honestly like, I was a lot older um, and yeah it's something that I um, only just sort of like discovered very recently and I'm still kind of like feeling a bit weird about it but I don't think we should I think we should be more open about it in fact, Hell you actually yeah. bought me, didn't you, uh, for Christmas? I did, ladies and gents. Uh, a present. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's... How, how's your present, babes? <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> 20 out of 10. <laughs> Female pleasure. Why is it so taboo? And I think um, for me and my single friends, we have definitely, I would say, we've got to 30s and we've been like, fuck it like first of all we're not just sleeping with guys for the sake of sleeping with guys we're certainly not going back to guys who can't do it properly um and as i'm dating now the things that i cringe at the things that i used to like do and say that i wanted like even like three years ago some boys be selfish right (laughs) and the issue we have here gentlemen is that single women in our 30s and hopefully single women in our 20s if you're listening to this do this too we're just not going to put up with it anymore because my top drawer of my bedside table can give me a fabulous time hence why I've been single for so long because I don't really need you (laughs) (laughs) so you just have to be an additional addition to my fabulous situation I have by myself yeah no I don't get it and even like you know we're talking about relationships like I think something I read recently really struck a chord with me and that was about um when you're dating and things about kind of I don't know, like if you're struggling with self-worth and thinking like, oh, I don't know, like that this doesn't make me feel good, but I don't find being kind of oversensitive. If like you would not accept that from a friend, then you certainly shouldn't accept that from someone that you're dating. And I think that somebody like to bring someone into your life, like your life is pretty great, Lauren. Like, oh yeah. I mean, it's got mm-hmm. me in it to, you know, <laughs> to start it. Yeah, it's, it's quite cakeless, but other than that, mate, it's all right. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I will bake you something soon. But uh, yeah, I think someone has to really go the extra mile and bring something else to your life and it, it not stress and drama like and great a great time in the bedroom like you shouldn't have to settle should you absolutely not and uh that's really where i'm at at the minute and i saw something awesome on instagram the other day um and it was just like you know when i'm dating i'm you know i'm not waiting to be chosen it's like i have to find someone that fits into my life and makes my life better you're competing with me yes. and like you know the way that i spend my time i spend time with all my girls and my and my family and I spend time by myself because I live alone and I fucking love it. But so you've gonna have to come into my life and make it better. And similarly mm. with um with sex and stuff, yeah, we're looking for a great time. Um, but it's something like ninety-five percent of straight men will orgasm during sex, but 
around 60, 65% of women do. Um, that's not an acceptable statistic. You know, why is it not 95 as well? Um, and so many women have faked it. I know I certainly have. And I think it's something again, like uh, 60% of women have faked an orgasm. Um, I don't like that. I'm I'm very much, I think I'm going to get a little bit more into it this year and talking about it, but about female pleasure and how important it is for you to make sure that you're enjoying it. Se- you know, sex is freaking awesome. Um, if you're not enjoying it, sex then there's certainly things that you can do um a really good form of self-care ladies and gentlemen is putting your putting your pleasure first and make sure that you're in that 95 percent of people who are orgasming however that may be um just go and have a lovely time and i would say as well like don't be afraid to kind of like tell your partner like mm. what you what you know what's working and what and what's not i think it's so important to have that communication like communication obviously in general in a relationship but like even in the bedroom of like I don't know. I think that's why a lot of women do just end up faking it because it's like, oh, here we are. Like, it's like you're thinking, like, oh, I've got washing to do. Like, oh, Oh, no. No, I I think it's, yeah, that's why it's important to be a bit like, you know, to be vocal, basically, to stand up for yourself. Like, that's a big thing. It takes a lot of confidence to do that. But I think we should all be doing that. I would definitely say to people, you, like you, just exactly what you just said Lauren like you deserve to feel good you deserve to have a good time and just as much as your partner does um so yeah just know your worth and don't be afraid to, to speak up and we totally recognize that for some people this conversation can be a bit awkward um and people are, you know a lot of people aren't comfortable with talking about sex or masturbation and stuff that's absolutely fine um but the best place to start is with yourself so uh, like my girl earlier who was going to the beach with her sandwiches and her pasta salads <laughs> <laughs> and then having a lovely time afterwards. Um, start with yourself. Find out what you like. And you can do that uh, by yourself, as my girls say, manually. Uh, you can... <laughs> You can go and buy some toys. And if anyone's got any questions, I can certainly recommend a few. Um, You know, me and my girls, what's been so brilliant about getting older is that me and my girls used to talk about, you know, sex a lot in our 20s and say you know all that but actually we now talk about masturbation a lot and we talk about toys and we send each other links and I've sent you links to stuff and um, we're, we're here for that. And finding out what you, I just want everyone to go after you listen to this, ladies and gents, just go and have a wank. Like, I can't believe you just said that. Oh, God. My mum is God, definitely not listening now. to this episode. <laughs> oh, God, I feel like our secret's been revealed of the true meaning of the title, Go Love Yourself. <laughs> the true meaning of Go Love Yourself. <laughs> Everyone just needs to stop listening to the podcast and just go have a really great time. Lauren, we cannot talk about solo stuff forever. You know what's coming. Um, oh, God, yes. oh, God. Uh, not like that. Uh, oh, no. You know what's coming. My question that is, how mm-hmm. is the dating going? Fill me in. I want all the goss. <laughs> okay, I'll fill you in. Um, I... <laughs> no, no, no. Start again. You said it, babe. Oh, well, it's gone seedy. Um... <laughs> So, dating is there you go. Dating is. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? I haven't. I haven't been on any dates yet. I haven't actually really replied to anybody. I matched with a bunch of dudes, and I haven't really responded 
tragic because I don't Why? know what to say. Because what do I say? Hello, my name is Lauren. Like, yeah. what do I say? Yeah, that's it. Literally, you just need to start it. Like, come on. You said you were going to start it, like, right at the beginning of January. So what is stopping you? I know you were a bit scared about your profile, weren't you? Did you take any tips yes. from Stephanie, Yeboa, last I week? I did. Steph? She was so helpful. So um, she said, obviously, putting photos of yourself um, that... Again, one of the things is, you know, plus size dating is, you know, very evidently showing I'm not a size 10. If, if that's what you're into, that's fine. But I am not. Um, so I've got photos that show like full length photos and then photos of me having a lovely time with like pals. And then also a little bit of a thirst trap. Nice. Because why not? Yes. Um, so, yes, I'm caught. I think I've got some good picks, right? Okay. Um, what I struggle with as well is because... <laughs> Um, is the bio bit, right? Because I don't think... (laughs) My personality, I don't think on paper, is very endearing to the weaker sex, right? As in, I'm loud, I'm annoying, I'm an extrovert. I just... Musicals solely, like... (laughs) That's not what the boys want, but that's what I want to say. So um, I haven't really said an awful lot. I think I need help. Like, I genuinely need help. Do you want me to help you? Can I, yes. can I can I step in and help you with yes, your Yes, please. I think that's actually quite a nice idea for anyone that is just starting to date or is has been dating online for a while even, is to get a friend to look at your profile because mm. they can come yes. at it from a different perspective and I can big you up because like I know that you'll be really modest and like not want to say a lot and you're fabulous and you need to get that down oh, and get people seeing it. I mean, literally all I've put on there is that um, I'm looking for... Uh, a singing in the car partner to take all the boy parts because <laughs> I, I can't, I, you know, I can carry a musical, but I do need some help during the duet parts, right, in the car. <laughs> and the fact that I love history and I'm open to giving them one of my daily Lauren's fun history facts. That is genuinely what I have on my apps right this minute. Is that it? That's it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> That's it. I want to go through your inbox. I think we should reply to some messages right now. Ah, right now yeah right now let's do it. <laughs> no, I can't. Oh, no. okay 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 right open up the inbox oh. let's hear what we got they're all just boys aren't they uh right there is this one guy and i did message him back last week literally what are your plans for the weekend oh, which exciting. i hate right i hate <laughs> exactly i hate small talk but i never know how to start because I did find when I was like doing it a few years ago, the dating apps, I was doing like really funny openers and like rarely getting responses. So if I, I just gone like a bit plain Jane this time, but also that's boring. Um, so I did the whole like, oh, you know, he, he said, good morning. Hope you're having a great day today. Already. Stella chat. Then then I said, what are your plans on the weekend? And then, um, he responded that he was having a tourist day in London. But I quite like this guy. He's He seems quite cute. He's tall. Okay, so what was the last message that he sent you? Um, so this was, God, this was like five days ago and I haven't responded from five days ago. Um, that he was in London and he was having a tourist day and taking some pictures of London. And you just didn't reply? You and I just didn't him. reply. Rude. Yeah, no, I'm really right. well, sorry. I don't really want to go anywhere. But... Jesus Christ, like... <gasps> I know this is it I'm so terrible I'm so terrible it takes me back even to my friends who I actually like so poor blokes <laughs> right so we, you are going to need to reply to him now saying how was your 
Tories weekend in London. Did you go and see any musicals? I'm a big fan. And that's going to be make or break. <laughs> I'm responding to a boy. This is too much. Um... <laughs> Maybe, like, I don't know, tell him your favourite musical of all time and then just, like, tell him why or something. Show you, like, your passion. Because... because I love being miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> no, I always say that. Uh, did you see any musicals? Because they are the best. Do you know what this reminds me of? Uh, this reminds me of... Having a pen pal? <laughs> <laughs> From France, age, age 11. We- wish you were here. Um, did, do you have a favourite musical? My favourite is Little <laughs> Rodman. My mum says... <laughs> What's your favourite colour? <laughs> We're having chips for tea. Um, no. So I think let's we can be a bit more sassy than that. Oh God, I think this you need to so be a bit funny. like, did you go and see a musical? Uh, my ultimate fave is Les Mis. What a banging soundtrack. Are you like, are you into like musicals or like music? Because like music and musicals, like you're really passionate about those things. So if he yeah. comes back and is like, nah, I'm not really a big fan of musical musicals, then you might be a bit like, nah, maybe not for me. Dumped, blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a chance. Okay. But uh, I think what he comes back with will be quite telling. So so I've also got this guy who I've matched with. Oh my God. He's so close to me. He's <laughs> he's three miles away. Wow. Are you in my room? <laughs> Christ. Uh, all right. So he's local. Got a lot of time for that. <laughs> but don't want to go too far. Nah. Um, so I think your opener should be something like, what's your idea of a perfect Sunday? Mine is. Oh, cute. And then you can fill it with like roast potatoes, like watching a film or like, I don't know, like things that you love doing. Because I think you'll get a good sense for what he's like and what he's into from that. Mm. So like if he says, oh, I, you know, I get up at six and go to the gym or if he says I like to go for walks or... Let's hope that he says, listening to the Liam Miz soundtrack, because then you know that you need to marry him. Um, yeah. Oh my God. I swear to God, if someone, if someone, if some boy said that to me, I'd be like, oh man, my God, Lauren, marry We need me. a man, not man, a boy. Man, 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 man. Also, that's the thing. What do I set my age limit to? I'm 33. I'm currently got an age limit of 29 to like 43. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Lower it some... a bit, I would say. Lower? Maybe. Why not? We're fetuses. Um, but Okay. <laughs> What's so funny is that guys look, I don't know if this is the same for women, but I'm, as I'm like scrolling through, guy, a guy could be like 35, but look 24 and a guy could be 35 and look 105. There is just, I don't understand what's happening. Very diff. Anyway, I will update more next week, but I'm Thank about you. to send this open send. message. Huh? Send, send, send. Ah. Gonna need to see proof. Laura, I know for you, uh, being in the public eye and talking openly about your struggles has got you some negative comments, uh, which just goes to show how much of a problem there still is out there. Uh, But I know that we also know that you doing this podcast and being so open and vulnerable is worth it because of the impact it could have and is having. So with that in mind, um, I have a really nice on the plus side message for you this week, which I know Aww. you haven't seen. Really? Um, mm-hmm. Okay, you ready? So it is a message from a dietitian student who said she actually had a lecture recently about weight stigma and how to become uh, more inclusive health practitioners, which is just music to both of our ears. Yeah. Apparently, the lecturer showed all the students your Instagram post about the abuse that you received on that like London trip on the train and stuff, and no then way. told all the students to follow you and then also look out for the podcast. What? How cool is that? Oh my um, God. The lecturer also said that you had some really great style. So, um, 
And apparently it went down really well with all the students. Oh my God. And it actually struck up a massive conversation with them. Um, so our wonderful dietitian students said, thank you for being a voice and for raising awareness. Gosh, that's amazing, May. isn't it? That really makes me so happy. Like, it makes it all worth it, doesn't it? It's, um, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I, I think going into this podcast and even like just stuff I'm doing on Instagram, like it's, it, it can be easy to get caught up on like likes and all of that. But I, I genuinely don't really get like care about that anymore. I just really want to like help people. Like that's the, it sounds really altruistic, I know, but like that's the dangling carrot for me is that like that, <laughs> not the followers and stuff. And yeah, that means so much. Thank you. I just think that's amazing. And I think actually in real life, you're quite a private person and you've really put yourself out there. You know, since you just, yeah. after Bake Off, since you decided that, oh my God, you know, I can talk about plus size fashion and being plus size and body confidence and body image and you've run with it and you've, I mean, mate, I'm receiving messages like every day about how this podcast is helping people. And then I see on our podcast page, how you're making people feel confident and bloody hell. Like that's just, that's, you're leaving your mark. I just think that's so nice. I'm oh, so proud of you. I'm proud of you too. I'm proud of us. This is great. Yeah. so if you've got any uh, messages or stories or experiences that you'd like to share for on the plus side uh, you can send them to us on instagram at go love yourself pod or you can email us go love yourself pod at gmail.com thank you so much for listening happy valentine's day whatever you're up to um, and i hope you manage to practice a little bit of self-love and self-care this week we'll see you soon see you next week that was go love yourself brought to you by simply be Crowd Network, a place where you belong. Hello, I'm La La La, let me explain. And this is, it's not you, it's them, but it might be you. I'm here to answer all your questions around love, relationships, sex, dating dilemmas, and anything else you throw my way. Join me three times a week as we work through the depths of this intimacy pool together. From Sony Music Entertainment, listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts.